0: Welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for February 10. My name is John Mason. Thank you for joining us. The resentment, bitterness and pain that many have experienced through the pandemic have tended to drive people further away from any sense of belief in God. If God is there, I hear people say, he certainly is not kind and compassionate. He can't be good. But I have a question. Have you not heard that which has been told from the beginning of time? I'll come back to this shortly. But first, let me remind you that the Word on Wednesday is a ministry of the Anglican Connection, which is not just for Anglicans. Everyone is welcome. Furthermore, if you missed the online conference we held last week, you can register for $30 for post-conference access to all the conference in your own time, until may 31 you can register at www.anglicanconnection.com and now we have a reading from the bible
1: a reading from isaiah chapter 40 verses 21 through 31 have you not known have you not heard has it not been told you from the beginning Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to live in, who brings princes to naught and makes the rulers of the earth as nothing. Scarcely are they planted, scarcely sown, Scarcely has their stem taken root in the earth when he blows upon them, and they wither, and the tempest carries them off like stubble. To whom then will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see. Who created these? He who brings out their hosts and numbers them, calling them all by name, Because he is great in strength, mighty in power. No one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord and my right is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: The resentment, bitterness, and pain that many have experienced through the pandemic have tended to drive people further away from any sense of belief in God. If God is there, I hear people say, He's certainly not kind and compassionate. He can't be good. Where can we find answers to comments like these? Let me suggest we need something more than our own testimony and wisdom. Come with me to one of the great chapters of the Bible, Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah tells us that when we are confronted with the world's evil and suffering, rather than deny God, We need to think again about who he is. Turn back the clock, some two and a half millennia, to a scene in the Middle East. Picture a great nation of the ancient world brought low by conquering armies. Picture those who having been brought up and taught for hundreds of years that they are God's special people, but the unthinkable had happened. The Babylonians had devastated Jerusalem and their lives. The temple was in ruins, the economy in tatters, their homes were destroyed. Now exiles in a foreign land, the temptation for the Jewish people to reject the God who had made promises to their forefathers would have been enormous. Yet Isaiah 40 opens with these words, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. There's a timelessness about them that handles Messiah identifies, for they speak to people suffering in every age. The language, comfort, speaks of the tenderness of God. Indeed, the theme continues in verse 11, He will feed His flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in His arms and carry them in His bosom. Isaiah knows that in tough times only a big God can sustain us. And this is who God is. Only He can overrule our world when it is falling into chaos around us. Only He can say to us with any degree of credibility, Comfort. Isaiah draws us into his picture of God's awesome majesty and kindness with questions such as, What is God like? Can we compare Him to the great ones of the world? Some of them tried to pose as gods. Nebuchadnezzar, the great emperor of ancient Babylon, tried it for a while. So did Augustus Caesar and other Roman emperors. Isaiah's response is telling, Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundation of the earth? It is he who sits enthroned above the circle of the earth and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to live in, who brings princes to naught and makes the rulers of the earth as nothing. God's throne fills the universe. He needs no capital city. The heavens are his palace. God has only to blow on the arrogant and the power hungry, and they wither away. Who created the heavens? Isaiah asks. Don't you realize that every night God summons the stars because He controls the vast cosmic gravitational field? The universe is the arena of God's artistry. We search the universe in vain for an adequate comparison to God's majesty. There is nothing that men and women worship, be it science or technology, intelligence or wisdom, military might or political power, or even the sun or the stars, that can be compared with Him. Our world today has walked away from the very thought of God. Which brings us to another question. Is God kind and compassionate? Have you not known, have you not heard? Isaiah asks again. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. No matter how heartbreaking our situation, no matter how perplexing, it's not out of God's control. We're in the hands of a kind and limitless intelligence who knows what he's doing, Events like COVID-19 don't mean that God's hands have slipped from the helm. They are permitted sufferings and a wake-up call to a world that has turned its back on God. We may not always understand His ways, but we have every reason to trust Him. Indeed, God is good and caring. In verse 29 we read, He gives power to the faint and give strength to the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. And note this, they shall mount up with wings like eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. We may wonder at the order of the words here, Why not conclude on the note of soaring higher, like the eagles? Yet concluding on the note of walking makes sense, for that is what life with God is like. In life's struggles, it's not the wings of an eagle we need, but the endurance of the long-distance walker. Flights of spiritual experience are of no use if they are followed by plunges into the darkness of depression walk and not faint. That's what we need when life is tough and incomprehensible. That is the strength that the God of all strength provides for His people. In those times when resentment, bitterness and pain make it hard to believe and hard to pray, hard to sing, hard to read the Bible, turn afresh to Isaiah 40. Let's fill our minds with the awesome majesty and love of God. The greatness of his power is matched exactly by his love and compassion. The opening words of the chapter, Comfort, comfort my people, tell us that in the midst of disaster, God provides us with the strength we need to endure. Like God's people in Isaiah's day, let's hear the word of God and believe it.
1: The power and the glory are yours, now and forever.
0: Amen. A prayer for this week. God, our refuge and strength, the author of all godliness, hear the prayers of your people, and so grant us that whatever we ask for in faith, we may surely obtain. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
2: Let us pray. Sovereign Lord God, direct with your wisdom and power the leaders of the nations. Lord, give them such wisdom and understanding that they may restrain wickedness and vice and uphold justice and truth through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, the Creator and Preserver of all humankind, We humbly pray for all who are in any kind of trouble, sorrow, sickness, anxiety, or need. We particularly pray for those who lost loved ones through COVID-19. We thank you that a vaccine has now been produced and pray that it will be made available both speedily and fairly so that all peoples and nations may benefit. Father, we also continue to pray for people who suffer because of injustice, poverty, and powerlessness. Lord, enable us to share with others the material things that they need. Most of all, in your great mercy, bring comfort and hope through the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who died and rose to save us, and give us meaning and hope forever. We ask all this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for peace. God of the nations, whose kingdom rules over all, have mercy on our broken and divided world. Shed abroad your peace in the hearts of all people and banish from them the spirit that makes for conflict so that all races and people may learn to live as members of one family and in obedience to your laws. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
0: Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen.
1: People involved in today's podcast are John Mason, speaker and writer, Andrew Pearson, the Dean and Senior Minister of the Cathedral Church of the Advent, Birmingham, Alabama, and Catherine Jacob, a member of the Cathedral Ministry team. The introductory and concluding music is from the Cathedral, under the direction of Dr. Frederick Thierdoux and Zachary Hicks. The hymn, Holy, 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 is sung by the Chamber Choir of St. Andrew's Cathedral, Sydney, under the direction of Ross Cobb. Prayers are drawn from an Australian prayer book, 1978, and the Bible reading is from the New Revised Standard Version. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast, We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget, registration for post conference access is available at www.anglicanconnection.com.